Hey everybody, how are you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 152 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Welcome to June. It is uh, June 1st. Yeah, June 1st, I believe. 2023. So um, I'm coming up on two years of doing this. I started in July of, uh, what, 21? I think something like that. So 2020, yeah, 21, something like that. But um, I never thought I would go this long. So I thought I would just do a few and stop. But uh, I guess I should just keep going. Why not? Right. So I always come up with something else to say. So but in this one, this episode, uh, I want to talk about Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. So I don't know, you know, a lot of people don't know who that is. And it's funny because I hear that. I mean, I, you know, I mentioned that to people. I'm like, oh, well, have you heard of Vivek Ramaswamy? And they're like, who? I don't know who that is. Who's that? So uh, you should know who he is. We all should know who he is. He's a Republican. He's running for president. He is, a, I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's pretty rich. Um, he's a young guy. He's 37 years old. And he is very smart and very good, and he is in it to win it. Well, I don't think he's, I mean, clearly, I don't think he's going to win it. But he is not just in it to sort of raise his, uh, his, his status or stature or raise some money or anything like that. He's, or just to like, he's not in it, like for some people who are just wallowing in oblivion, like, you know, Chris Christie or somebody like that, uh, he's not in it. He's not, he hasn't joined the race just to sort of do something or, or get some, some press so he can, you know, get some more speaking engagements or something or write another book or whatever. He is a, he's for real. And so a little background on him. Uh, he's a, he's an Indian American, Hindu uh, born in America is, is, uh, is first generation American. So he's a basically, you know, son, the son of immigrants from India and, uh, lived in, uh, grew up born and grew up in Cincinnati. So he's not like a, you know, he's a, he's a guy from, guy from Ohio, basically. Um, uh, and he went to, he went to Harvard. He's a very smart guy. A uh, very smart kid, and you know, Indian Indian Americans tend to be very, very smart, very hardworking, very driven, very pushed by their parents to succeed, and all that kind of stuff. Very ambitious. Uh, I think we, you know, we all know some Indian Americans who are they're 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 real go getters, and uh, uh, and he he went to Harvard. He was a biology major, I think it was biology or some, yeah, biology. And uh, so he has a science background, and after after college, he he got into investing, bi- basically biotech or, or you know pharma investing at a hedge fund. He was a manager, or not I'm not sure of a manager. He was a he was an investor, um, you know, one of the guys who decided what the investments would be in the the biotech uh, or, or pharma tech, uh, pharma industry. And, and then he went to, he went to Yale and got his law degree 
So he went to Harvard first, and then he went to Yale, because you know, going getting one college degree isn't enough from Harvard. He's got to go, you know, go to Yale. Get, he's even so he's guy's no dummy. And then he he started his own biotech company, and um, big biotech company basically. I mean, it was a small company compared to the big ones, but he but it was not a, it, you know, he made millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of whatever. Tens, hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever. Made a lot of money. And uh, and he, he, their company actually developed some drugs that are still on the market, that are actually on the market today. I'm not sure what they are, but they're out there. You can look that up. I, I forget. Like, I, I heard one of them, but I forget. I've watched and, and listened to a bunch of his, his podcasts and uh, YouTube. And his, he's been on a variety of, of news programs he's been on um, um, a bunch of a bunch of the different different channels uh, but but then see after uh, after that he he started to get wind of the ESG movement now I did an episode about ESG about how ESG is communism how it's basically sort of changing capitalism it's changing our companies it's using your, essentially your and my uh, investment, you know, our retirement funds to push companies away from what they're really supposed to be doing. You know, they're really, companies are really supposed, like a, you know, a, a shoe company should be, should be making shoes. They, they should focus on making shoes that are comfortable, that last, that are, that are functional, that fit well, that you know, perform well, that kind of that look good, whatever, all that kind of stuff. But if a if a company isn't if a shoe company is now focused most on, you know, fighting climate change or fighting inequality or fighting racism or something like that, well, what is that going to do? That's going to that means they are not really focusing on shoes. They're not really so what is that gonna really mean in the real world, a real world translation is going to be we're going to end up with less shoes or or worse shoes shoes that aren't comfortable shoes and if this extends all throughout the economy you know energy companies and and food production and all of this stuff housing if all of this stuff is is veering off of their 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 purpose their main primary purpose well then we're going to we're going to have worse everything. Everything is going to be worse. Food is going to be worse. It's going to be more expensive. There's going to be less of it. Same with cars and energy and housing and shoes and everything, everything. And so that's what ESG does. And I think he, he really got that. And what he did was he started his own, his own um, investment company. Now he has his own ETF. Uh, DRLL drill so it's an energy ETF where you can invest in companies that don't do all this ESG stuff so you can take your money away from the big like he always mentions BlackRock I think it's BlackRock State Street Vanguard those are the three big ones that um, the big investment firms uh, and you can so you can take your money away from them and give your money to Vivek Ramaswamy 
and his his company and he will invest your your money in stuff that is actually in in companies that actually do their job that actually focus on their their mission you know and and so so this is a very he's a very smart guy he's a young guy he's 37 years old i don't know if i mentioned that yet so he's he's 37 years old he's a young guy he's super smart um he is and he's very articulate and he is he is you know he's young he's eager he's got a lot of energy he always talks about his his you know his uh, young legs or fresh legs you know yeah and and he is he is a pit bull he is a fighter he is in there and he he is he he's got a lot of energy and and uh, so i i first heard about him last summer on the tom woods show when he was talking about his his fight against esg he's also written two or three books the first book was woke capital uh, he wrote another book, and then he just wrote another book recently. So he's written, I think, three books now. So he, I mean, the guy is is the guy must never sleep, but he's he's got a lot of passion. And I just listened to he was on the Tom Woods show again recently in in May, I believe it was, and then he was just on the Michael Malice show. Uh, you're welcome, which is a podcast. Michael Malice is a guy. If you don't know who Michael Malice is, he's got a pot. He's a he's a uh, he's a Ukrainian immigrant uh, anarchist, basically, and he is a he's a super another young. I think he's 44, about 45 years old. So he's a young, also a young guy. I mean, I'm I'm 54, so you know everybody younger than that is is a young guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he is Michael Malice is a, is big in the libertarian realm of things, but he's also sort of he wrote a book called The New Right. Uh, he is a really smart guy, and you probably if you don't know who Michael Malice is, you should be should get on immediately. Get get on your podcast machine whatever it is and uh start listening to some michael malice because he's a genius really i mean i think he's a genius actually but um um but so is vivek ramaswamy the guy's also a genius and so he actually had about an hour and 15 minute long conversation with uh vivek ramaswamy vivek and michael malice i know a guy named vivek and but apparently Vivek Ramaswamy pronounces his name Vivek. So I, I don't know. I guess you can call him Vivek or Vivek. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, and then he's been on, you, you can get, you can watch him on YouTube, bunch of YouTube stuff. He's got a Hillsdale College thing. He was on, he was on with um, Glenn Beck. He's got a lot of, really detailed ideas about like for example he would completely abolish the department of education uh he would uh he would pardon julian assange which is one of those things that i think trump should have done um he is and he's got a very he's got a very good understanding of what the president's power powers are and how to to fight back against the you know the deep state uh the the entrenched bureaucracy the 
the entrenched, self-serving bureaucracy. He's one of he, he gets it. You know, he gets it. He talks about some of the same stuff that I talk about. And, and um, you know, he's critical of China, which I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a big China hawk. I think we've got, you know, we have our own Communist Party here in the United States, the Democrats, to worry about. Um, we shouldn't go, I don't think we should go around picking fights with China, but he has a very thoughtful, uh, he has a lot of really thoughtful things to say about China and about how the Chinese Communist Party is sort of using, sort of in bed with American capitalists. Um, and uh, so I think, you know, I, I think that you really should, he should be front and center with with Trump and DeSantis. And I don't know, I mean, I don't think he is, I, I don't think his plan is to be somebody's vice president uh, because he seems like a very, you know, kind of an alpha male type. I don't think he would be, a, he might not be a very good, he would be a great vice president, but I don't know if he would like uh, like to be a vice president because I don't think he would enjoy that position. But he is an up-and-comer in the Republican Party that we all need to watch, okay? And we should be pushing this guy. We should be, you know, I don't want to say developing him because he's he's already pretty well developed. He's developing himself. Uh, but he is, he is, a, he uh, makes me feel like the Republican Party has a bright future. Uh, I, now, I don't know if, the United States of America has much of a, of a future. So we might, you know, Republicans might not have any ability to get any power at all in the United States of America shortly, but, uh, or, you know, who knows, but, but I think that, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy gives me some hope for the future because, uh, he's a young guy, super smart and, and he's right. And he's on the right side of a lot, you know, most of the issues that I've heard him talk about. So, um, and let me just throw out this too. There's a, there's a, the mayor of Miami, Francis Suarez. He's another up and comer, by the way. Uh, he is a, he's great. And he's a Bitcoiner. Um, and he, you know, he's a Republican and he's another, he's a, he's a, of Cuban descent. He's not a communist. <laughs> he doesn't like communism. He's not woke. He doesn't like all the woke stuff. And he is popular. And Miami is doing really well. Miami is like one of the just by every measure, Miami is doing really well. So he's uh, he's an interesting guy and another up and comer that might want to keep an eye on. Francis Suarez, I think that's his name, the mayor of Miami. So. Because I think there's also, you know, you've got DeSantis. I think a lot of people are worried about DeSantis leaving and becoming president. If he becomes president, well, who's going to be his, who's going to take his place as governor? And, and well, you know, you could get uh, a guy like Francis Suarez as governor. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, definitely he's, I mean, obviously Miami's the biggest city in, one of the biggest cities in the entire country, the biggest city in Florida. And this guy is the mayor of that city. And so the moving on to governor is a, a logical next step for Francis Suarez. So, and then of course, governor, and then 
you uh, you become president. That's 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 the next logical step. So we could be looking at a President Francis Suarez at some point in the future, which would be fantastic. But uh, so you know maybe we've got some hope in the future. Maybe we're not totally doomed, but uh, yeah, we're probably still doomed. But all right, that's <laughs> that's it. That is episode 152. Uh, uh, you know, give me some good ratings and, and uh, share this. And uh, uh, you can get on Podbean. You can message me. You can support me. You can throw me some money. You can, uh, you, whatever, you can, you can follow me, all that kind of stuff. But you can find this podcast on all, everything, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and you can find me on on uh, Twitter. I'm Libertarian Rep Three on Twitter, and I'm Chris Farrow at Chris Farrow on you know Getter and Truth and MeWe and Gab and Minds and Parlor and Float and Sovereign and I don't know what what other else uh, other stuff there is. I don't get on all those other ones as often as I used to. I just don't have time, but uh, I should I should visit Float and Sovereign a couple times because I haven't been over there in a long, long time. But all right, that's it. Um, I will see you on the next one. All right, bye bye.